Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 Thank you for coming today. Today is our very first Zoom live event, Unstuck to Unstoppable. And this is going to be a weekly event that we put together through our Genuine Men's Chat. And I'll explain what the Genuine Men's Chat is all about in just a second. Um, we're going to be doing this weekly. It's um, our first time today on Sunday, the 29th. Um, we're streaming live uh, in the UK, in the US, in Canada, and in Europe. And uh, we will be doing it consistently um, every single Thursday from here on out until this coronavirus uh, epidemic or pandemic um, comes to an end so that we can be here to support each and every one of you and offer each man, woman, girl, boy, family member, community member, um, the opportunity to have a space to speak. I first want to thank everyone for coming and participating. And I wanna share a little bit about the uh, Genuine Men's Chat. Uh, movement. So the Genuine Men's Chat is a movement that consists of a show, a podcast, and uh, workshops through screening of our shows that expresses the often unheard honest views of men, much like yourselves, from various backgrounds, cultures, religions, and life experiences. It's also a really rare opportunity for men to have a platform such as this, live uh, or live online, um, to express their viewpoints, their thoughts, their perceptions, and obstacles in their life uh, with other men in order to share and, and feel comfortable enough in a safe environment to talk about how these topics impact them, and their families, their communities, and society as a whole. Much like the coronavirus has impacted many homes and um, many communities around the world. This is an opportunity for us to create that safe space for each of us to be able to speak about how it's impacting us today. But each week we're gonna be coming with a different topic. So it's not just about the coronavirus, it's really about who we are as individuals, as human beings, and how we're bonding together on a basic yet very um, transformative platform such as this one, where we're talking with many men and having many conversations. My name's Riham, and I'm your Genuine Men's Chat Movement um, host, as I'd like to say, um, for each of these live events. And um, as a transformational personal and professional um, coach, I work with couples, I work with men, are predominantly women and families on issues related to relationships, related to life changes, career development, uh, and so much more. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, today's topic is from crazy to sanity. So let's get started. I want to introduce who's, who's the team on board today. We've got three wonderful men uh, participating with us. We've got Alan. Hello, Alan. everyone. He's our behind the scenes man. He's also our amazing videographer. We've also got Liakit. Hello, Liakit. Hey. Hi. And Hi. he's our amazing um, deep diver when it comes to topics um, and no holds barred, which is amazing. Um, and We've got Michael. Hello, who, everyone. Who comes from such an amazing background of experiences, um, opportunities, and a really refreshing viewpoint on life. And uh, we're excited to have each of you on board. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. So today we're going to go through a couple of points regarding the impact of the coronavirus on us each um, and our communities. But before we go forward with that, we want to wish our um, hardworking men and women all over the world that are supporting 
everyone in the health environment, healthcare um, industry, um, in the hospitals, in the pharmacies, and the grocery stores that are still, you know, sh stocking shelves and delivering food, and the restaurants and the catering businesses that are. Um, sustaining us as we are trying to sustain them as well and it's a symbiotic relationship which is beautiful to see people in times of difficulty coming together and bonding so I want to just shout out that thank you to everyone out there um, that's putting in the time and the effort and we appreciate you okay so what has been the biggest challenge each of you has faced this week since the lockdown here um, in the UK, since there have been lockdowns throughout um, the US and parts of Canada, all throughout Europe, parts of Africa and um, other countries around the world. How has that impacted you here now? Uh, do you want me to start? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think uh, personally myself, it's uh, perhaps um, seeing how it's affected the population in general and how everyone has reacted to this abnormality that's, uh, that we're all in at the moment. Uh, because certainly there's a lot that has been asked from us all. Um, and uh, to adapt to something like this is, is asking a lot and some people just find it very, very difficult to wrap their head around what's going on. And it's quite understandable. I mean, uh, you know, the, the governments around the world that are trying to rectify or try to get on top of this thing, they, they're finding their feet as well. So, you know, you've got your professionals and you've got your medical experts and everyone's like completely seems very not clueless, but they really don't have a definitive answer. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have that, you're kind of in a kind of space of uh, uncertainty. And um, it's, there's no fixed answer. We're finding, everyone's finding their way, basically. Um, and you're seeing things which um, you maybe don't normally see in people and you don't see in society, um, some good and some bad. And really, I think we should, how to deal with this, everyone's got to have their own kind of idea, but really, we have to be respectful of one another. And I think we really have to be, cons be uh, show consideration to one another um, because no matter what's asked of us at what time, because the way it's happening is changing day by day. There's not one fixed kind of way or rule or regulation by which we have to conduct ourselves. It keeps changing every day. Um, and again, we, we keep getting asked to do, um, you know, uh, abide by certain rules. And so really we have to kind of be patient about it not be too selfish about it, which I feel some people are. It's my own opinion. I mean, I'm, I'm sure people have their own thoughts on it, but my own opinion is it's difficult. It's difficult for me. It's difficult for my family and my friends and the society that I'm in. I can see it. Um, and uh, everywhere else, obviously, as you can, you can imagine when you see things in the news, but really we're in it together. And if we're in it together, let's just show a bit more tolerance and let's just be a bit more considerate with one another. And as you had mentioned before about, you know, showing your appreciation uh, and gratitude to those that are really putting themselves out there, the NHS staff and frontline service people. I mean, we've been to, to do the easy thing. Well, relatively easy in terms of keep ourselves safe and keep ourselves confined within um, our own spaces. But these other um, individuals that are actually going out there, facing this, this virus, this threat, and for what purpose? For, for, for the general kind of um, benefit of others, really. And 
that's a sacrifice I would say you know I'm not the one who's going out there and doing it it's is other people going to do so at least I could show appreciation and do my bit and um yeah you know I don't think it's a big ask to be honest it's tough just accept it it is tough it's not going to be easy but um you know look at the overall kind of you know um aspect of it it's, it's really for the benefit of everyone Right. I don't know if anyone wants to add anything yeah, yeah. to that. Alan, do you want to go? Okay, I'm going to go first. Um, so my biggest challenge was simply to stay calm. Uh, I tend to overthink uh, a lot of things. Um, and I'm generally a very calm person. And I don't freak out uh, often. Um, I tend to keep keep you know my emotions uh you know hang hang on but when you have so much information a lot of negative information especially uh on social media um and some of this is conflicting information it's really hard not to let emotions take over um especially because we are um you know we are heard Herd, we have herd mentality. We like to see if you, if we see other people getting scared, we also get scared, and uh, so there's like this internal fight going on between uh, stay calm, control what you can, and be, you know, uh, do rational uh, things and make rational rational decisions. Uh, on the other hand, it's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Especially if you're a person who likes to overthink. Uh, many things if you have I don't have a family and kids to support but I cannot imagine me as a just a regular guy um, without those responsibilities I cannot imagine what is going through the minds of um, the, the people that have children families uh, huge responsibilities um, obviously entrepreneurs they have a lot of um, things on their on their plate and uh, for example, uh, financial issues, worries, anxieties, they are the biggest challenge for me and other people in business. And I'm sure uh, Michael is gonna add to that as well. And, and Jakob, I know you're doing some um, self-employment, uh, you, you got a business, right? DJing business, yeah. right? Yeah, so there's a lot of that. Uh, you have families, so you're probably gonna have a lot of uh, worries about that. I don't know how you see it, but in in my in my mind, it's like there's a lot of things that you want to freak out about, but at the same time, you have people around you that you want to take care of, and you want to show them being an example of being calm and not freaking out. So it's like a, a contradiction between uh, I'm really scared, but I have to show up and I have to you know appear very strong and. In, under control in control because otherwise uh people will start freaking out even more so it's like this challenge is internal uh, mainly um just simply okay what is going to happen what i'm actually able to control um you know split the the information that is real from the information that is fake conspiracy theories versus uh, actual information that is happening. And then on top of that, you know, Facebook, for example, feeds you information uh, that you tend to read. So if you, if you want to do some research, you start to search in Google and Facebook and others uh, on the topic. And then that algorithm will feed you even more information that will make you more scared. So it's, it's like this cycle of, worrying all the time and that's for me and i think for many many people it will be the worries the worrying constant worrying at night during the day wherever you go you just worry what's going to happen what is so i don't know if that if that is something that you would guys relate yeah. right <clears throat> uh for me i think uh the the biggest challenge was around adapting uh adapting to the change um, because obviously um, there are now restrictions, but also alongside the restrictions, 
their, their instructions. So for example, washing your hands, uh, using sanitizers and uh, you know, keeping that distance. And um, it's not just keeping the distance, but you're also regulated on when to go out and how to go out and go for the shopping. And, and so adapting to all these things. And it's not like um, um, it's, it's a one-off, but it's, it's people are even talking about it as it becoming a lifestyle from now on. Um, so adapting to that kind of lifestyle uh, is, is a bit of a challenge. Um, but also for me, uh, on reflection, it's given me an opportunity to actually reflect uh, on myself um, and find ways of surviving uh, through this situation. Um, uh, and so, yes, I'm going to adapt. Yes, it's challenging to adapt to the changes, but how do I then survive through these um, uh, situations? How do I still hold my head up high um, and, and carry on with what I'm doing? So, yes, financially, it's very tough. People are losing jobs. And, and yes, we can read the news and, and we, you know, we, we see the evidence that people are dying and it's affecting people and you've got to wash your hands and keep the distance and have the masks and do all these things. But at the end of the day, how do I really pull this off? Uh, so it's, 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 it's that that has posed a challenge to me. Um, but on the other hand, I think when I continuously look at the challenge, I also see the opportunity. So yes, the challenge is there, but what opportunity can I get out of this challenge that, you know, that is, get, you know, that is eating up the whole world? So um, in terms of, again, you know, kind of slowing down in, in the things that we're doing, because obviously now we are restricted from going to work and then working from home. That in itself is a big challenge. Uh, adapting to that is, is a big challenge. But on the other hand, while I'm working at home, how am I relating to the people around me? That, that's my wife, that's, 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 those are my kids. Um, but the biggest, biggest uh, challenge as well is because we are, I'm not in Uganda, in Africa. Uh, my family is back there and I'm here. Um, and constantly you also get messages from back home where they tell you, is, is here as well, and people are dying here. And so that distance as well, you know, it, it poses a big challenge. So again, adapting to that and, and thinking, my goodness, how am I going to survive this? But um, um, so juggling all that can be really tough and really challenging because even then alongside that, again, uh, based on the restrictions, now you can't jump on a plane and go to Uganda. <laughs> that, is, that, that is no more. Um, so all you're dependent on is uh, technology, WhatsApp and maybe phone calls and things like that. So it's that adapting, that adapting to all these things can be, um, be very challenging. But alongside that, um, looking for opportunities and, and staying positive and, and hoping for the best as we go along. Thank you. Um, it, you each talk about this level of uncertainty uh, or lack of certainty um, that Lielkut mentioned in different ways. And I wanted to just broach it just quickly. So did you know that there are six or seven um, human needs, basic human needs that every single human being has? And one of them is that level of certainty that we are all possibly experiencing a lack of. And so it's normal and, and healthy even to recognize when we don't have something, because sometimes with the lack, you recognize the actual value of, of it when you have it. So this is definitely a testing time as each of you have shared. It's also an opportunity as each of you have shared uh, for growth and, and, and change. Um, as you just eloquently said, Michael, about adapting to the change. And, and there's so many different ways that we can do that. But before we can adapt to change and, and grow, 
not just survive, but hopefully also thrive, which is also a basic human need, the growth component. We need to look at where are we right now? So, for example, are we thinking too far ahead into the future and really focused on worrying about the future? Or are we really five or ten steps we could have done differently now that we have the time and the opportunity to think and our thoughts are starting to increase. And as Alan, you said, you know, some of those thoughts could be negative thoughts. And when those negative thoughts start to take mm -hmm. over, we can feel that lack of control that you were talking about, Alan. And so the best place is not to be in the guilt. The best place is not to be in the worry. The best place is to be in the here and now. The now, yeah. Be present in the here and now, exactly, Michael in the here and now so that you're taking life as it comes as it unfolds and as you choose to face it and then choose as alan and me and michael you each said address those concerns or those issues or those testing circumstances in a way that you are proud of how you handled it looking forward so that's the only part of looking forward that becomes healthy not the worry and not the guilt in the past. Um, the other thing, just to uh, touch upon uh, each of you speaking about how to find hope or how to be calm in this time of, of uncertainty, one of the most important things that we need to re recognize is our body responds to that cycle of, um, Alan, you said it beautifully, it was that cycle of uh, worry um, and Liaqit, you mentioned it under the, the auspices of uncertainty. And that cycle of worry builds and builds and builds the stress hormones in our bodies that shifts our mindset. And when it shifts our mindset to be a negative one, it impacts our emotions, then it impacts our behavior and our actions. And so the most important thing, you, once you recognize that your thoughts are starting to go negative, is one, turn off the news, turn off Facebook, close whatever it is, do it, just take a break, take a, take a few minutes. And the next most important step after recognizing that that's happening and then making a stance, putting your health and your well-being first is to take a breath. Sometimes we over um, estimate the importance or underestimate the importance of breathing, but breathing actually revitalizes our entire system and it gives it the necessary oxygen. And it's as simple as you can close your eyes or open your eyes and just breathe in deeply into your belly. And then you hold it for three seconds, at least, if you can. No more than that. We don't want anybody hyperventilating. But just breathe in into your belly and then slowly releasing it with your mouth open a little bit. And do that a couple of times. Anytime you feel that sense of overwhelm, you have that wonderful technique of breathing, but you're doing it consciously to calm your body down and to have a sense of what each of you have talked about in a different way, that sense of control. Um, Can I say something there? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the other, <clears throat> what this has also highlighted is, um, again, around uh, doing things effectively um cause uh, mm -hmm. and and that can be uh, addressed in different ways uh, but i think for mm -hmm. us to do things effectively again is that you know working towards that growth yes but allowing that growth to take its course so we were uh getting to a place where everything is really fast paced you know you you, you, you go to even having a cup of tea now. You can't go to the cafe. You want to go through the drive-through. Um, if you go for meals, you know, McDonald's, you can't sit inside. No, no, no. There's no time to do that. You have to go through the drive-through. And if they don't have that drive-through, it's like they're wasting a lot of time. Well, guess what? Now we have to queue up <laughs> to yes. go into the supermarket and wait for as long as they ask us to go. <laughs> that said. is not important anymore. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so um, if, but also while we're doing things, I think we'll, even in terms of relationships, 
we, we, you know, we, we have our brothers and sisters and, and friends and community, but we are not getting down to the root and, and establishing ourselves really well to understand each other really well. So as long as I give you a phone call or um, I'm in touch with you on Facebook and Skype and whatever, we think we engage, we are, we are in connection, but actually we are not because we are not giving each other that time to grow together um, and, to, and to do things well enough to be effective. So all the time, um, things were very, very fast paced. And I just hope that uh, this will get us to that point where we really um, appreciate each other, but also try to cut down and do things on a gradual, in a gradual way to be more effective going forward. Beautifully spoken, Michael, because that was my next question. So thank you for preempting it. And I'll give you an opportunity if you want, after asking the question, if you'd like to uh, add more of what you were saying, because we are now forced in a way because of the fact that everything is on lockdown to take things slower. And many of us are on a what they call a hamster wheel, where we're constantly on the go, on the go, on the go, and we don't know what to do with ourselves right now. So my question was, and I'd love to hear from each of you, how has this impacted your mindset, your health, your family, your work, and relationships? Alan? <laughs> I can do that. I was waiting for you, but it's okay. I can go for it. So I can say so far, so good, actually, really, really positively. That means I, uh, by the way, I share a flat with uh, other people. Uh, there's three other people and I live in one room under uh, one roof with my girlfriend. So uh, we have been in a lockdown for almost two weeks and we are actually have seen positive changes to our relationship uh not like i heard that you know some people are actually don't like to spend time with each other so they are going crazy they want to kill each other uh on our i work with my wife alan <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine <laughs> so yeah so uh, in terms of our relationship we really decided to like take care of it very well and make sure we do the right things in terms of like giving each other space and taking care of each other in this difficult time and talk and really uh, really be aware of what is happening so we don't go crazy uh, because it's almost like being in a jail cell so you have to kind of uh, like uh, you know proactively prepare yourself for going crazy. So uh, one example would be uh, that I, I dress up. Like we don't sit in jammies all day and watching films and do nothing. We actually dress up. Uh, I have like, we work out, we eat well, we uh, like live normally, even though we don't get out. Um, but we live relatively normally to make sure we stay in a good condition. Um, so that's good. Um, and also, uh, so, and we don't allow ourselves to, to become lazy um, because it's very easy to become lazy and just do nothing and waste time all day and literally just not get up from bed. And secondly is the relationships with other people, with family. So, <coughs> Um, I don't do this every day, but I regularly call people about evening time, seven o'clock at night. I would randomly pick a couple of people that I haven't spoken for a while and I just uh, call them or message them and spend uh, about half an hour to an hour time uh, letting them know that I think about them and I, um, you know, I wish we could do things together. And when this is all over, we'll, I will make sure uh, to make time and that uh, we're going to meet. Um, and yeah, like that also involves family and friends. So my mother, my brother and, uh, and friends that actually I haven't seen for a very long time, maybe 
because we all sometimes wait for this first move like oh i'm gonna wait until she called me or he calls me i'm like i don't care in that moment i'm just gonna reach out let them know that i think about them and really take the time to ask how they are if everyone in their family is healthy if uh, if they need any help um that also builds a little bit more peace inside you because you feel useful like Reham told me before in that moment I don't focus on myself I focus on others and that gets me out of my mind and that spinning circle of worrying if I think about others and not myself mm. okay. um, I think um, yeah um, being engaged with um, the family <laughs> And a lockdown situation can be quite a challenge. Tell us, Leah. Tell us. Uh, I know you work well, with your wife as well. You know, <laughs> the, the, the programs that I like isn't the same programs that my wife likes, right? So there's a battle about the, 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 the remote control, which is uh, the first thing. Um, but, you know, uh, I think we have to give our, ourselves uh, fair time, you know, on the TV. But, but, um, I think the way we've kind of dealt with it in, in our household is we've actually kind of um, kind of joked about certain situations. Not, not, not certainly not about the virus as such because it is a serious issue. But just in general, when you're chatting um, and some some of the, the the WhatsApp messages, you get quite funny kind of posts and stuff like that. So we kind of share a lot of them and talk about things like that or, you know, some uh, event has happened, some funny thing has happened and we kind of talk about. So it's like being quite kind of upbeat about about things um, and not just be doom and gloom all the time. Um, but generally we tend to be like that anyway. So it's just continuing, continuing that because it works for us anyway. So I, I don't see why... Um, if something's working, then you know it's it's for us anyway. Uh, you should just continue that way. Um, my daughter, my youngest one, she's off school now, so she's having a field time. She's absolutely loving it. But the thing is, with her is she's got um, to go online. She has to get up in the morning with her school, uh, register online, log in online at nine o'clock. She gets school work that she has to do through the day. Um, and so she has a relatively kind of uh, a set routine in that sense. But uh, she's, after the school time, um, she's engaged with her friends, like we are right now, interacting on, on Zoom, but she does it on WhatsApp or whatever, sort of. Um, um, so she's engaged and she's quite kind of happy in her space. And as long as everyone's kind of, no one's left out, I think, you know, um, <clears throat> so be it, you know, just keep it going that way as, as long as you can, to be honest, and try not to complicate it. And if there is something there that I felt that was quite negative or was affecting and, and not such a positive way, I would probably address it. But to be honest, um, so far, it, things have kind of, been okay for us to be honest I mean obviously the, the work side aspect of it um, is a little bit of a concern but hey I'm not the only one in this situation the whole world is in this situation so you know I'm no one special so I don't need to kind of say oh I'm, you know, I'm ruined you know and why is this happening to me it's not just happening to me everyone's in the same situation just we need to kind of try to figure a way out getting, getting by it together in the best way possible. It's, um, it's Can I ask targeting. you a question? Yeah. Uh, so do you also sometimes think what happens if this lasts for three or six months and we have to stay like this for three or six months? Do you think about that at all? Yeah, I absolutely do. I have thought about that because that's some of the conversations I've had with my friend. Uh, they're always speculating, oh, it's going to be at least two weeks we need to do this and then some people oh it's 12 weeks and oh no it's six months and all these kind of random time timelines and whatever else but you know what it is it is what it is and see when it comes to that time I'll deal with it when it comes to that time I don't need to worry about it right now what I need to focus on is as Reham had said mm -hmm. focus on now 
you know, what's happening now in my life and how things are right now. And, uh, thank God, you know, things are still quite positive uh, as best as, as the circumstances are. So, you know, I'm not crying over spilled milk. Um, you know, there is government has came out and they're saying, look, we'll help you support you as people that are self-employed. So they've kind of ticked that box for me. So why don't you worry about that? It's not the best scenario, but it's still kind of been addressed. So if there's certain things um, which I'm concerned about that have been kind of dealt with in, in some way or another, then no, I'm, I'm not going to worry about, you know, worry about the situation. I'll just play along with it as it goes, because as I say, we all have to be flexible and we all have to go through it. Nobody knows how long this is going to go on for. Um, and see when it comes to the next sort of phase or period, then I'll just deal with it when it comes to that point anyway. But moreover for me, I think if I ever get to that low point um, where I think, oh man, this is getting a bit too much. For me, uh, something that's really, really important for me and it really helps me a lot is my faith. Mm. Um because for me, you know, it's I believe in God. Mm. I'm a Muslim. That's my background. Mm. And my perspective on the way things happen in life and um, in my life and just generally the world around us, there is always a meaning behind it. Even if I don't understand it, there's a meaning behind it. Out of negative, you can get positive as well. We don't see it at the moment, but there, there could be, there was a scientist who was kind of talking about um, on the TV about how production has dropped, transportation has dropped, mm -hmm. how that's actually maybe benefiting the planet Earth in terms of the environment, in terms mm -hmm. of the pollution, you know, and that's overall been a major <clears throat> concern for um a lot of the, 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 the world in general in terms of like our, our, our pollution levels are getting extremely high. We're, we're damaging our earth and all these kind of uh, debates that have been happening. And he said, you know, the flip side, there are, there are benefits, but we're, we're, we can't see that because of the threats. Why? Because everything we've seen in news is this many thousand have been affected this many hundred have now died, this many thousands. And that's all we keep saying all the time. And that's that's kind of the forefront of our minds. And that's the thing that we are probably thinking of more than the other things that, you know, that we probably should be reflecting on as well, the bigger picture. But really, it's for me, to be honest, certainly my faith does take me through a lot of hardship. And anytime I go through hardship, I rely on my faith, and up till now, thankfully, it's never let me down. Thank you, Leah, because you just took us into the next question, which is beautiful segue. Um, what advice would you give others uh, from our viewers, for example, uh, when to ask for advice or how to ask for support? Um, what's the value of reaching out to others and how that value has impacted each of you um, in this time of, of, of tribulation? Um, and how can others find meanings similar to the meaning that you were talking about, Liyakut? If you wanna continue, feel free. If not, one of the other men would like to step in. Yeah, so, um... Certainly this thing that we're doing, the way we're engaging, you know, I'm hearing everyone's kind of um, points of views and I can really relate with everyone as well. That that helps in the sense of, uh, yeah, I'm not alone in, in this. You know, what I'm feeling, other people are feeling as well. So I should be scared. It's, it's not just happening to me and I'm the only person in this world. Um, but we're all sharing this, this situation and then also from, from these conversations, you never know, somebody might say something, it triggers something off in your mind and you think, that's a good perspective, that's a good way of looking at it, you know, and I've got to try that. Or it just kind of that light bulb moment, you know, and that's not going to happen if you just sit in the house and wallow about your problems and not have discussions and not engage with other people and not share your perspective and things or your experiences 
Um, so, yeah, definitely, Riham, what you were saying is, is very important to engage and this thing that we are doing is, 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 is definitely um, will enlighten people, you know, that, that are in bad places, definitely. Um, <clears throat> one of the, actually, we were just, uh, before I came on, we were, we were um, again, just to add on to what you were saying. For me as well, one of the things that has really always stood out is my faith as well. And before I came on, um, I just communicated with Riam and said, I've been prayer um, before, you know, between one and two. But one of the things that we were discussing in that time of prayer was uh, one person commented and saying, because of the lockdown and the situation that we are all in at the moment, uh, for the married couples, if you if you didn't get married to a friend, your friend, <laughs> you're in big trouble. <laughs> because <laughs> during tough, tough times like this, <laughs> everything, that's when everything is, you know, out there. That's when everything is exposed. That's when you're going to be tested to your mm -hmm. limit. Um, but I think, um, just like you say, this is in times like this that, every one of us um, has got to get back to that place where you really um, re-engage, kind of, re-evaluate uh, yourself in terms of, uh, you know, your relationship with your creator, first and foremost, but also your relationship with, uh, with the people around you. And that could be your wife, it could be your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, your kids, um, your community. Uh, but ultimately, it starts with with your creator, and then it, it's out of that that it it flows into the other things. So, as much as for me it might be a challenge, again going back to where I started from, it also poses an opportunity for us to 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 um, can I say uh, uh, it's a uh, reset. It's, it's resetting the, start, the, the set button. You know, it's, uh, I'll give you an example. It's like, uh, you know, when we're going through the winter, we always set our, our heaters to, to turn on and turn off at, at certain times. Um, but obviously when we go through the winter, the cold season, and get into the, the summer, summer seasons and all that, we, you've got to go back to the button and reset it. So that it's not the heaters are not turning on <laughs> during the, the during the summer. Um, so I think for uh, for me, this is giving us that opportunity to reset the set button, uh, to to reengage with some of the things that we we've sometimes taken for granted um, and net, not paid attention to. So this is really an opportunity for us to to get back to our basics. Um, and do things properly, um, and and do those things properly intentionally. Trying to be intentional in the in some of the things that we're doing, so that again we are not caught up in a place where when this phase is gone, we we get again getting back to the same routine, <laughs> and then we miss the opportunities again. But um, I think it will be very good for us to uh, look at those things, reflect, uh, re-engage, um, and and learn to do things properly from now on uh, going forward. I'm going to add on top of that, I think. So I, I agree 100% that this is a reset time um, for on like on many layers. Uh, personally, like for anybody uh, as a person, they need to learn about themselves, how, how to handle themselves. Um, what they are doing on daily uh, basis. Then in terms of relationship, uh, relationships with friends and family, it's a reset. You have to rethink and re you, you have an opportunity to recreate pretty much every relationship that you have, um, including uh, like if you, if you are with your friends, uh, obviously uh, that's a test of love and yeah. how, how, how much really you want to be with the person you're with. Mm. Um, for example, my girlfriend is super messy and I had to let go and learn how to, <laughs> how to 
just like literally this morning, just go look to the sink and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to wash it. It's just <laughs> like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I wanted to do like a, a photo and then send it over via WhatsApp. But I'm like, no, I'm just going to wash it. I'm just going to let yeah. it go. And yeah, that's yeah. it. So that's a test in itself and it's a reset. Um, but mm. for example, in my case as well, for my business uh, and my finances, it's a reset. So I have, I have to admit, I've done a terrible job in terms of my personal finance. I'm in debt. Mm. And also I did not have any savings and I did not um, take care of a lot of stuff that needs to be taken care of when you mm. do business. Um, and literally to me, it's a restart uh, right now uh, because pretty much every single client apart from one is um, on hold. Nobody is uh, doing anything with me. Yeah. I have an opportunity to literally restart yeah. my business, start from ground up. Um, mm -hmm. and, I'll, I'll, and I'll also touch up on, on, the, on the perspective thing uh, that you said, uh, Yaquet. Uh, so I called one of my clients uh, who also is kind of becoming a friend of mine. And uh, he mentioned, uh, like he told me about how he sees things and I was really taken by his perspective and how he, how calm he was. Uh, he's an Italian and, uh, you know, I wanted to find out if he, uh, how he uh, pictures the situation in Italy and, and, and how is his family and everything. And I thought he, as an Italian, would be freaking out. Um, you know, he's got three or four employees. Um, and he would be freaking out that he's not going to be able to, you know, get work for them and everything. Instead, what I heard from him was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm finding time to read more books, learn a little bit more, um, just spend time on meditating, <clears throat> really refresh my body and mind. And like just the, the general um, attitude, the, the, the behavior, the, the calm voice and everything made me super calm and like, made me think, wow, that person is so calm and, and they don't freak out at all. Like, wow, it's, I was almost disappointed. I was <laughs> like, well, well, I thought you're going to be, we're going to be like in this together, like trying to feel sorry for each other. Instead, yeah. he was like, no, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm reading, I'm meditating, I'm doing this, that. And that was really great. So for me, it's a reset time. I need to look back on how I do things. For example, my girlfriend had, uh, savings for uh, a while so I was kind of looking at her with admiration and sometimes even jealousy like wow mm -hmm. I wish I did that the the money for the rainy day um, mm -hmm. so I will make sure next time or hopefully this not nothing like this ha will happen ever again but after we are back to normal uh, mm -hmm. to make sure have money for yes. a rainy day mm -hmm. Uh, because it really takes a big toll on your head. Like I'm yeah. almost my, my mind is connected to the state of my bank account, literally mm -hmm. like that. And, mm -hmm. um, and I need to really um, reset that and fix mm -hmm. things for the mm -hmm. future. And this is the best uh, opportunity because yeah. I have time for it. Like literally yeah. I have all the time in the world to sit down, rethink, replan, restructure, rebuild. Mm -hmm. That's the time because... I spend at home most of my time alone, um, you know, so yeah, that's the best opportunity right now. So you, you're eating, oh, go ahead. So yeah, no, just a couple of points. Uh, my, yeah, absolutely. Um, Michael and Alan had said that it was quite interesting about um, resetting again. Um, and also uh, related to that is that he said about appreciating Mm. I think that's one thing we get so normalized with routine that we forget to appreciate basic things. Bogro, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. you know, but, it's, mm. uh, but I'm just saying in general, just like even just going to the superstore to get stuff, you know, you wouldn't even think about it before, but now it's like such a wow, a big thing. <laughs> But yeah. that's just that's just that. But every aspect of our normal life has now become, you know, something very precious, something very kind of dear to us. Oh, why can we not do that again? And it's it's that kind of appreciation over things that we've now taken for granted. Mm -hmm. 
and that could be also like uh, as Alan was saying about our work. Oh, I don't need to worry about it. You know, I work next week and I'll have this much money, and you know, I'll be all right. And not actually thinking long term not thinking sensible so making those changes but the other thing is also is um not to forget in, in terms of appreciation is for example the people that are nhs staff for example the people that are doing all these voluntary work and are going out and and, and giving food parcels and packages these generally people you know lesser number you know volunteers do it but this this time overwhelming numbers of people were going out their way because when they had the time, but secondly, they thought, I want to do something to help people here because there's a major crisis here. But if we go back to our normal ways, is that going to then start diminishing? Yeah. And people will then forget that those values of still, we can still volunteer and still help because there's always going to be people are vulnerable. There's always going to be people, even if we go back to our normal lives and <coughs> the, the pandemic finishes and everything, are we going to forget that there still are vulnerable people? Not the way they are now, but, you know, they, they generally are. That's a day-to-day living. Um, and really to kind of reflect on those things and to make those changes and make them a normal thing as well. Mm-hmm. There's so much wealth of opportunities in this testing time that affords us, like each of you have been saying, a time to reset every aspect of our life. It gives us an opportunity um, to live intentionally, to make conscious choices and decisions in our lives that we can be proud of uh, for, for many years to come. Because if we're looking at it from a time of resetting, sorry, as a time for resetting, then we're looking at it also as a time of investing in us, investing in our ability to be better versions of us. So as the masterclass program that I have, uh, Dare to Be You, says it's all about what's here that impacts what's here that impacts what's here. So what you do with your hands is directly related to what you think about in your head. So living in the moment, as we talked about, being appreciative, not only of opportunities, but also of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, our partners, our families, our children or loved ones, um, even the mailman or the mailwoman that comes to our door that no longer comes to our door at this time, being appreciative that they you know, go through a lot to give us a service that we take for granted by taking from our door, you know, the the post or the medication from the pharmacy or however that looks or school, you know, the teachers. I know many parents are talking about how much they appreciate teachers because they're able to stay attentive in the moment and on top of every single child in their class and parents much like myself um and i have a i have a a young child who um loves school equally is excited not to be in school um (laughs) but um really enjoys the opportunity now of learning in a new interactive way so we have five minutes if each of you can take a minute um so i can wrap up at the end of any reflections, perspective shifts, or learnings that you would like to share before we, we um, end today? Um, for myself, I think um, um, I'm, I'm really humbled and um, I'm really encouraged by people's uh, heartfelt um, um, acts that they're doing, the, contri- the way they're contributing and they're coming together um, and that's that's wonderful and you can see that on a national level uh, and on a community level in my in, 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 in my kind of uh, area um, we have a, a Facebook um, mm-hmm. group that's been made and put your name on it if you want to be able to volunteer to help if there's any elderly in, in the area anyone who's vulnerable um, and you can go and deliver something for them. So you, you'll be given a task just as a volunteer, and it's to help. 
and I really love that. I, I think that is, is fantastic to be able to create that uh, amongst us. I mean, I, I barely get a chance to say hi and bye to my neighbours generally, you know, when I'm coming and going out the house. So to have that connection with them, and it's a meaningful connection, is very valuable. Um, you know, I, I think out of all this mayhem, you know, if that comes out of it, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's a positive. Michael? Okay. Um, I think for me, it's, uh, it's continuously um, to have that hope, uh, to know that, um, yes, it's tough, yes, it's challenging, um, but we, we, we should continue to be hopeful. Um, the best is yet to come. Uh, yes, when we read the news, obviously right now they're telling us UK, uh, we're going to hit our peak and you know, there are a lot of people going to die and all that. And, and sometimes I intentionally make a decision not to hear that um, and instead focus on, you know what? Yes, it might be bad, but hey, look how many people are going to still survive. Um, yeah. Uh, and so instead of dwelling and getting bogged down with all this negativity, I choose, intentionally choose, to look at the positive side of it. And so if I wake up in the morning and I can still walk and brush my teeth and have something to eat, come on, I'm going to, you know, have another two, <laughs> 10, 15 more years to go. Um, and uh, if the same happens to my child and my wife and and I make those phone calls and I still hear those that I know and those that I love, that they're still alive and well, then I remain hopeful. I make that decision to remain hopeful. So yes, it's tough. Yes, it's complicated, but let us remain hopeful. And uh, I think this discussion in itself is really, really encouraging. Um, and I hope that when people click or tune in, they can be encouraged, but also at the end of it, they can be hopeful to, you know, uh, to know that they're not alone. Um, there are a lot mm. of people out there that might be facing similar challenges or difficulties, but we can still be remain hopeful and, and know that we'll come through it. So, yeah. And uh, from my side, I would say that if we started with like everything was so fast and it would it had to slow down so right now we have something that we didn't have for a very long time we didn't have time and now we have time okay yeah. a lot of people that before they did not have time for people they didn't have time for anything because they were like, I got no time, I got no time. Time, was, time is money, time is money, I need to run, I need yeah, yeah. to run. Right now we have time yeah. and uh, we can really use it for good. Mm. And uh, in my opinion, the best time, uh, uh, the best thing you can do with this time is rebuild your life. Like literally rebuild, uh, rebuild yourself, rebuild others, um, friends, family members, relationships, anything. It's, it's a building time since you can stay at home and waste time playing PlayStation too, if you want. But mo most of the uh, people who are like, you know, thinking, what can I do? They're the proactive ones. They have perfect, perfect opportunity to rebuild themselves and others too. That's, that's pretty much from me. I want to thank each and every one of you, Michael, Liakit, Alan, for taking the time out of your schedules and making this a reality uh, for the Genuine Men's Chat uh, movement. Um, as Alan just put up and shared with the group, um, during these testing times, we have options. Mm -hmm. Each of you has options. Uh, and know that um, there are coaching, uh, free coaching sessions that are available. We have the, the Zoom Lives that are right there as well. Um, and then we have our Facebook group where we have genuine men and genuine women joining together to uh, share with each other and have these honest discussions offline, uh, talk about 
their their struggles and talk about their wins. It's not just about the challenges, but also what have we learned together. And then watch our shows. We have um, season one of the Genuine Men's Chat right there available to you. The website is www.transformunow, that's Y-O-U-N-O-W dot org backslash G like genuine M like men, C like cat dash videos with an S-V-I-D-E-E-O-S. So until next week, um, remember our motto, you're not alone. You have a family now, an online family, and we're here with you every step of the way um, to support and guide and to just hold space. So thank you. And we'll see you next Thursday at 4 p.m. UK time. Um, and all of that will be on that page um, with a new topic. Take care. Have thank a you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.